The horse just leaves is Torkin. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 27 of Comical Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me is... Senor Horstikles. So you're owning that brown today, man. That's right. <laughs> Since you tried to shortchange my person outside. I didn't shortchange him. I'm just paying him tomorrow. You owe him two weeks. He's like, uh... <laughs> he's like Wimpy from, from Popeye. Nice. <laughs> Wimpy wasn't brown. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we have our special guest this week, Mr. Mike Lapine. Hey, I'm special. <laughs> that wasn't his name. <laughs> Special. He, he also goes by the name Cool Mike. Uh-uh, that's not the name either. That's the only name I know him by. He is Minion Number Three. <laughs> the man of many names, but known to no one. <laughs> Are you owning that Minion Number Three, Mike? Sure, absolutely. There you go. See, he's one of our uh, oldest supporters. That's why he has an early number. He's old. Well, I didn't say that. <laughs> well, you did. I am old, actually. Thank you. <laughs> But he's been a supporter of ours since pretty early on in our podcasting careers. So yes, he has. Uh, wanted to get him on the show and happy to have him today. You told me he was funny. He is pretty funny on Twitter. I don't know how he is in real life. We'll find out. Exactly. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> Anything goes. Well, let's talk some comics. Let's that's talk what some, he's here for. Let's talk some comics. So, what were your top two picks this week, Miguel? Number two, right off the bat, Red City number two. Excellent book. No, I love it. It was so good. We had Daniel Corey on the show last week talking about Red City, and then Issue 2 came out, and it was so, so good. I'm not sucking up. I'm not sucking up either. It was, it was a fantastic <laughs> issue. The story progressed quite a bit. Um, it didn't really have the fallout that you expected it to have from the first issue. Obviously, since he's a cop, they just kind of let him go from the situation he was in. Mm-hmm. But a lot of things progressed, and, and the way it ended was really awesome, and I can't wait to read Issue 3. That's right. Told you. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I know how to pick them. Yeah, you do. Can't pick a damn horse to save my life. <laughs> That's something I would think you would be good at. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and my number one book of the week, Empty Man number two. Really? Yes. Huh. It was really good. Um, you learn that the cops that are pursuing the Empty Man disease or curse or whatever it is are also afflicted by it. Uh, there's some really cool stuff that happens, some really bizarre things they see. Uh, you, you even see like some kind of monster actually be birthed from somebody that was uh, infected. Really cool book. Colin Bunn's doing such a good job with that, as he usually does. Uh, I loved it, but it didn't quite crack my top three. Mm. I had horse mares. You had horse mares? <laughs> it was pretty rough, man. It's like it touches... I told you, man, like I told you last week, it like touches on the Hispanic roots of my family. You know, we tend to see these crazy things in the middle of the night. You're, not you're, me. I'm personally... I'm fine. I was wrong with the middle of the You mean you're empty inside? Is that <laughs> <what you're saying? laughs> but yeah, it's like so dark and so like... I don't know, man. It, it just grabs you like the Empty Man does. It grabs you makes you do things. Hmm. So that was my number one, and I, I just love it. I really do love the book. Um, well, your top two. Well, for me, number two was Shudder number four. That's by Joe Keatings and Leila DeLuca. Uh, Shudder's made my top two several times. I only like the book as the one. <laughs> I know what you like. What do I like? You like the platypus. <laughs> That, that was the best scene in the book. I'll give you that. This platypus in this alleyway just choked the life out of this tiger. They crush his larynx and then let him go at the last second. He's like, ah, I don't have to worry about you because you can't talk anymore. Whatever. He's a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> the book is so full of just craziness. Like, I love books that are out there and just off the wall. And this is definitely one of those. I was grabbed by it just like I always am. And I enjoyed it a lot. What does that say about you? It's just some wild, wild and crazy. Like, mm-hmm. you that, also old, like- that old TV show. Wild and crazy kids. <laughs> nice. You also like that other book from, that comes out usually that, uh, like, the guy's like, I swear to God, you gotta be on a crack to follow the book. Drumheller? Drumheller yes. great too. That's for another time. I hear you. <laughs> so what's your number one, man? My number one book is the book that everybody has been touting this week as the best new book. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Horse Cleaves 1. No. No? No. That book's not out yet. Uh, oh. Chris Ryder's still working on the Minions comics, oh, okay. you know? All right. <laughs> we'll see that in a few months. But uh, Spread Number 1 by, by Justin Jordan and Ooh. Kyle Strawn. Yes. Man, that book's awesome. Uh, it follows this guy whose name is No. First of all. Say what? No. Who? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the spread is basically this infectious disease that, that eats, consumes everything in its path. 
Can I take penicillin? Uh, it's kind of like the flood from Halo, is what I'd kind of look at it as. I mean, it evolves into all kinds of weird monsters and whatnot, but he's somehow immune to the disease. So, you know, he's he's protecting other people and killing people and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. It's very violent. Definitely a Justin Jordan book. You can tell that from the get-go. Uh, but he, he finds this little kid, this baby, that's abandoned, and he takes it for his own. baby's name is Hope. Mm-hmm. So he's got to protect this baby in this world full of marauders <laughs> and... You know, villains and, and crazy monsters. So you do get the funny thing, right? The guy and the baby, no hope. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to know you got that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, it's, it's a fantastic read, and you should definitely go out and pick it up. Yeah, that's that's amazing, man. You must have looked at my notes. No, the, the well, before we get to that, uh, Mike, uh, what were your top two? Top two, <clears throat> excuse me, my top two were, uh, my number two was Grayson. Oh. Which I was... Very pleasantly surprised by. Yeah, us too. You know, it just, I had no expectations for it. I didn't really, wasn't really going to pick it up, but um, it was a last minute decision and um, it was really enjoyable. You know, it had a different feel than previous Nightwing had. Um, I don't know, it was a little, little funner and had a sunnier disposition to it. And um, it had a, it was like a light, I guess, maybe. Like a lighthearted Winter Soldier is kind of what it felt like to me. How can you have a lighthearted Winter Soldier? <laughs> So, yeah, you, well, that's where Grayson is different. He's lighthearted. And yeah. People like to talk about his butt. And, um, <laughs> and the Midnighter showed up, which was unexpected. Definitely me. surprising. Now you know who the Midnighter is. It's okay. He got because, it. because of comical madness, you know who the Midnighter is. Yeah. And he showed up, and you were just like, oh, my God, it's the Midnighter. No, and I said he's going to get his ass whooped again. <laughs> and there it was. Yeah, he, <laughs> he went out in the first round and went out again. <laughs> he ran away. Hey, do we remember who beat him in the first round of the tournament? Batman. Uh, okay. So he, <laughs> he got whooped by two bats. Yeah. Well, yeah. You suck, man. At, at, least, anyway. at least he's consistent. <laughs> Consistently getting his butt whooped. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So what was your number one there, Mike? Uh, my number one um, was spread as well. I thought, um, like Justin said, it was a really amazing book. <laughs> Everything. I'm not really a typical gory kind of guy, um, but I guess this type of, I don't know, it seems science fiction-ish. I don't know if that's the proper use of the term. But, um, you know, it's got a different kind of glory feel to it, you know. Yeah, it definitely does. I just, I love everything Justin Jordan has done in the last couple of years, and just there's no exception. Just changing his name. <laughs> I'm friends with him on Facebook. Be nice to him. <laughs> you try to get some of these royalties. <laughs> um, I mean, somebody should and could make a TV show out of this, or a couple of movies or something. You know, it, uh, it really has that kind of feel to me that you could do this. You know, no, of course, is a total badass. Those two, he's got those two hatchets, and, you know, he's just tearing things up. Yeah. And it was it. something to behold. There was another book that I hadn't really thought about getting, but I read a preview version of it, and um, it was so damn good that I had to buy it so I could see the spread. No pun intended. <laughs> the two-page <laughs> spreads in spread together, you know, I wanted to see what they looked like. And it didn't disappoint. It was well worth my money. Cool. <laughs> Jinx! So what was your pick of the week then, Miguel, if you had one book you had to highlight for our listeners? I can't. <laughs> I, I'm in a quandary again, because we read so many books. And I'm going to try to water this down, but these two books are probably equal for me. I mean, The Spread, obviously, is book of the week for me. Um, it's just amazing. I love how they look. Funny thing, though, is... Did you think that the, the, the way the disease or the, the creature, whatever the hell it was, when it was, you know, was trying to get after everything, the way it looked, it kind of reminded me of those alien plant things that the, ate the Insecticons back in the day in Transformers where the metal plants were alive and they, the Autobots tricked the Insecticons to flying in there and they ate them. <laughs> kind of made me get that feel. Yeah, I can kind of see that. But it was really, really good. Yeah. I'm glad you, you twisted my arm to make me pick it up, but it was really good. <laughs> If you guys are taking anything out of this discussion, you need to go out and pick up the spread. Yes, definitely. <laughs> but I tied this one here. Um, don't get me wrong. I like Grayson, too. I thought Grayson was really good. Uh, but I put this one here because, you know, it's my kind of thing. I put Suicide Squad there, the new Suicide Squad, tied along with the spread. Um, it's a different team, different look. Uh, Amanda Waller's not in charge anymore. It, it has Thunderbolt Cinder, man. It's... As cool as the like, Thunderbolts is a collection of some amazing characters, but it's it stumbled in the very beginning, and a lot of people fell off as readers. I think the same thing's gonna happen in Suicide Squad. It's such an amazing cast of characters. I mean, you got Deathstroke, you got 
Deadshot. Deadshot. You got Harley. You got Joker's daughter. You got Black Manta. I mean, that's a hardcore group of killers. But the, the the story in the book just sort of fell flat for me. It was good. It just wasn't great. I just like some of the interactions, like when Harley went after the Joker's daughter. The jokey stuff is definitely funny. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you that. Some of the stuff in the early Thunderbolts issues was funny, too. But it took a while for them to hit their stride. And hopefully Suicide Squad does, too. It just it, it wasn't spectacular for me on the first issue. Well, for all you Aquaman fans out there, seriously, I don't know how the hell he beats Black Man. Dude, Black Man is a badass. Yeah. <laughs> for what I see in this book, he's a badass. Ah, like, whoa. <laughs> but you know what? It, I like it. You know, it's got Harley in it, so it's going to be one of my favorites, obviously. I'm going to follow it through, see what happens. But I had to put it up there. Just It's probably in there because of sentimental value, I guess you say. Because I'm really, you know... So it's really not your pick of the week. It's just an honorable mention? Yeah, I would say yeah. Harley and the Joker's daughter are both in there, so that's kind of... Fair enough. But yeah, but the spread would probably be it, man. That's just one hell of a book. Yeah. Well, for me... Uh, my pick of the week, the book I wanted to highlight, was The Life After, number one, by uh, Joshua Hale Fialkov and Gabo. Uh, Fialkov has written some amazing books this year. I mean, he did The Bunker. You now he's done this one. He, he's doing a lot of stuff for Oni Press, which Oni Press has put out a lot of good books this this year. And this is another purgatory story. There's a lot of those out right now. Uh, but this is a different one. It's a guy who really is just going through the monotony of life. He doesn't realize he's dead. And every day he gets up and he does the same thing. And he's being monitored by this weird group of people that you don't really know who they are. You're assuming they're angels or somebody from heaven or hell or whatever. But as he's going through and he's just com- repeating at the daily monotonies of his life, something happens and he makes a decision to break out of that. And when he does, it triggers all these alarms and everything changes for him. And he starts to see the world for what it really is. And I, I just loved the ending of the book. The way they handled the very last few pages were amazing to me. And I highly recommend picking this book up. When I first started reading it, I thought I was in the Matrix. <laughs> it does kind of feel that way. And then when he broke out, I'm like, uh-huh, still feels Matrixy. And then if you get a little further, like, oh. And then I was like, you dirty bastards. Another, <laughs> another, book, another book like that. That's pretty good. But you know what? I'll give props. It is a good book. Didn't make my, obviously, my top three uh, or an honorable mention. But it was a good book, you know. There's a lot of good books this week. Really a lot of good books. Yeah, it was a really hard week to choose. I mean, even Marvel... Had a crap load of good books that came out this week. A lot of the original Sin stuff was really good. Deadpool. Deadpool in particular, I loved. There's one moment where he rides on Thor's hammer, which I thought was hilarious. I know, right? He's <laughs> <laughs> still wearing disco skates and yeah. <laughs> everything else, yeah. What about you, Mike? Did you have a, a new book that came out that really spoke to you? Um, you already took it. <laughs> <laughs> Life After? Steal, stealing my books. <laughs> yeah, I really like The Life After as well for all the reasons you guys already described. Um, it just, it was another book that I hadn't thought about picking up, but somebody on Twitter was talking about it, so I said, I trust their opinion, I'm going to give this book a try. Was it me? Uh, I think it was me. Um, <laughs> it was both of you, and Aaron Myers. Yeah, Aaron Myers. Fair enough, Aaron, Aaron Myers knows what he's talking about. He's the only person in the Twitter sphere that I think reads more than we do. That's saying something. <laughs> he reads literally every book that comes out, and it's impressive. It's very impressive. Hey, let me yeah, shout this I, out of him. <laughs> Hey, Aaron, you had not followed me yet. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, it's always with the Twitter with you, man. That's right. Fuck <laughs> Twitter, man. Sorry. <laughs> Explicit on that. Fuck Twitter. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about Mike. Uh, yeah. yeah we, don't, we, don't, we don't really know that much about you. We know you live in North Carolina. We know you have a beard. We know you have some kids. Now you're losing some hair. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you tell us a little bit about you yourself, Mike? three. jobs like everybody not everybody else but lots of other people like you too yeah <laughs> office job, but i get to work from home which is very helpful that's for sure one thing i am jealous of i would love to work from home it's really cool um, right now the place is in flux because i'm getting ready to move so all my crap that's usually on the walls is down so i'm kind of bummed out but and then i drive a car occasionally <laughs> <laughs> this app called uber um, okay personal car that you call with an app on your phone. Right. And I do that from time to time. Whenever I don't feel lazy enough, I'll go out and do that and try to make a few dollars. Miguel's technologically challenged, as you already know. What? He has this strange look on his face. Uber is basically an application that you can use to request somebody who also uses the app to come and pick you up and take you someplace. Like, it's a a one-time car rental service from somebody who just happens to use the app as well. That's how you wind up in a ditch, yo. (laughs) (laughs) You wind up not found and stuff. 
<laughs> the tortilla bin somewhere is <laughs> crap. I'm doing my best to stay alive and to keep my passengers alive. <laughs> there you go. No, they make you get a, do a background check and you have to submit all the proper information. Let's turn this into a fucking commercial for Uber. Sponsors <laughs> 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 the show, hey, Uber. Let's, comical podcast needs some sponsors. Nice. Well, speaking of new sponsors, we well, actually do have a new one. Wait, wait, wait! I got some more questions from Bobby before you get into our sponsorship. All right. I want to ask Mike some questions. That was a perfect lead-in, man. I know it was, but you know... Segway, right? You got to let me... You can always come back to ask Mike questions after the... I'm not done asking Mike questions. (laughs) This is one of my... We're not going to get a more perfect lead-in than that. Fine. Take your (laughs) lead-in. That was unintentional. The segue was totally unintentional. All right. Ask your questions. (laughs) So tell me, Mike. Now you might forget. No. So so we talked... uh, We tweeted a lot, you and I. Obviously, you being one of my minions. Do you get I'm tired? Not... Do you get tired of him saying that? No, it doesn't bother me at all. You'll get some uh, swag eventually. I'll send some uh, horse hair. Oh, <laughs> I'm not sure he wants that. <laughs> um, so you do buttons. How how did that get started, or why? Oh, buttons. I that's an awesome question. You really want to get to know me? Thanks, Miguel. Of course. <laughs> um, I had a button maker when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> for a hobby, I guess, and um, it was something that I enjoyed doing back then. For a while, I was um, going and seeing a lot of touring bands that have parking lots where people sell food and other assorted items that they make. So I thought, hey, maybe I will start making buttons again to try to sell them on the parking lot. And um, that's kind of where I started back up again, doing it now. It's still just a hobby. And a waste of time, <laughs> but it's fun to do. And you do them out of the comic books that you certain ones that you don't you're not going to hold on to, basically not your favorite ones. Yep, I do it out of that and out of previews. Huh, that's freaking cool, actually. To be honest with you, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> you should you should you should make some buttons for us and send them to us, Mike. I will. Who are awesome. your characters? I probably already have some made. <laughs> anyway, well, we can talk about that shit off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> off <the> air. <laughs> All right. Well, I got a question for you then, since we're playing the Let's Really Get to Know Mike Lapine game. Am I even saying that right? Is it Lapine or is it Lapine? It's Lapine. It's okay, I got it right. I, thought I was going to call you yeah. Lapine. <laughs> okay, so how did you get involved with Comics Bulletin? Because I know you're the one that got me into the 140 character reviews thing. Yes, the owner, publisher, Jason Sachs, at Jason Sachs, he um, tweeted out something and he was talking about the 140 character thing. This is when it was first starting, which was only like a few months ago. And um, I think him and Aaron talking about it it always comes all comes back to Aaron Myers um, I think <laughs> him and Jason were talking about it on Twitter and I said oh well I'm interested in posting my Twitter reviews up on your little review page how do I do that and he said um, you're in it I'll just add your name to the list and we'll post them on Wednesdays I mean on Thursdays I said okay so then him and I started following each other on Twitter and um, he put out an email or something seeing if people wanted to help with the site writing reviews um, or doing back-end stuff. And I said, I don't really want to write reviews, but I can definitely do some back-end stuff. And um, so I take reviews that people send in, and I... He goes over here snickering because you said back-end stuff. Horse please don't do back-end stuff. <laughs> Horse to needs to learn the back-end stuff. No, no, no creeping up in here. Horse to sleaze likes it. No. Horse to please likes no. it. Whoa! <laughs> there is no horse to please. Oh, he's in there. No. <laughs> I was just asking how you got involved with it, but since um, we're talking about yeah, it, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find those reviews? The Comics Bulletin reviews? Yeah. Oh, comicsbulletin.com. Or at Comics Bulletin on Twitter. We hope you're getting paid for that back end stuff. <laughs> I do get paid handsomely. Whoa! <laughs> At least it's not for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's horrible. <laughs> There's another question here for you. Ready? Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, Mr. Lapine. Uh, we like to know who is your favorite He-Man character. Would it be Beast Man, Meemore Man, He-Man, Skeletor, or Evil Man? None of you. I love Orko. <laughs> Orko! This guy is dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for stopping by, Merman. Orko, get out of here. Anytime. <laughs> I don't have a favorite He-Man character, to be honest. Um, it really wasn't my favorite cartoon when I was a kid. 
I'm sorry, Merman. I'm sorry. Oh, so why is he even on the show? Who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> he so, it just wasn't my thing when I was a kid. I had other stuff that I was interested in. What other yeah, shows did you like? No, I know what he watched. He probably watched a gem or Rainbow Bright or Mad Little Pony. I did love Jim. Come on. <laughs> hey, man. She was truly outrageous, man. <laughs> truly, truly outrageous. That's horrible. Gosh. You know what else is truly outrageous, Justin? <laughs> just got a new sponsor. We did get a new sponsor. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what a segue out of it. I'm breaking it down. Nice. <laughs> So we do have a new sponsor out there, and that new sponsor is TweakedAudio.com. They sell all kinds of headphones. they got seven styles, seven colors, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, depending on what kind of phone you have. Mike Lapine? <laughs> Mike Lapine does not come with the product. <laughs> but they are, they are cool if they come with the mics, you know? Well, I figure out the back-end accent. You probably get some of this, too. Uh, they have noise reduction <laughs> capabilities. Uh, they're compatible with iPhones, iPods, Androids, basically any MP3 player. So you're saying you can't hear him scream? Well, you can hear whoever, whoever's <laughs> making noise through your headphones scream. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to support the show, uh, go check them out. It's tweakedaudio.com. They have a lot of different styles and a lot of different types of headphones you can choose from. Uh, whenever you make your purchase, type in promo code COMICAL, and you'll get a third off the cost of your order. And you also get free shipping anywhere worldwide. Damn, a third off? A third off. Free shipping? Free shipping anywhere. Whoa. Yeah, it's, it's an awesome deal. Holy crap. And it really supports us. It really supports the show. It gives us a great opportunity to put this money towards the upcoming conventions we have going on and whatnot. And who knows, maybe later on this year we'll be giving away a free pair. Oh, nice. So it could be pretty awesome. Lifetime warranty too, huh? Yeah, and it comes with lifetime warranty. I forgot to mention that. Damn. So, Red, blue, green, yellow, black, wood. <laughs> yeah, wood's not really a color, but <laughs> it, is, it is pretty cool looking. Uh, I'm really excited about these, and... Hopefully you guys are too. And if you like the show, please support us. Go to tweakedaudio.com, make a purchase, and use code COMICAL. I'm so glad you're saying it because I probably would have said twerked audio. <laughs> Miley Siren is up in here, man. Yeah, not twerking, man. We're not twerking. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants, nobody right, wants right, to see you that. You ready for this? Here we go. <laughs> nobody put wants to see that. Put that camera back on for him. <laughs> Boys of Sleeves is twerking. Whoa. <laughs> nobody wants to see horse and twerks, man. Horse the what? <laughs> also, if you want to support the show, but you don't want to go on purchasing any headphones, or you don't want to sign up for Audible, audibletrial.com slash comical, which has been our sponsor since the beginning. Don't forget them. Don't forget them. <laughs> you can also help us by going to our Patreon page, and that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash comical podcast. Because we're patriots. And basically what that is, it's a way for you to contribute to the show per episode. Uh, you can choose a donation amount of $1, $5, $10, or $15, I believe. And at each level, you'll get different benefits. We're doing the bonus episodes we talked about. We're doing another one. We've added that to it. Uh, we're doing the we're actually recording the blooper episode following this podcast. So blooper. that should be out there by the end of July. We've been working on that one for a while. We also have uh, the Merman Sings the Blues album that we've been working on. <laughs> and then there's also going to be a couple of songs. There's a duet between Beastman and Merman. And another one between Beastman and Evil Lynn. So at different levels, you get different rewards. So just go check it out. It's patreon.com slash comical podcast. Uh, if you feel like you want to contribute that way, that's awesome. We have one more way you can help support the show, and that's just going to our website and clicking the link to donate directly if that's easier for you. Any support we can get from you guys would be greatly appreciated. Man, like I said, we have a lot coming up. So all thing that's left now is to stand on the street with a sign. Donate money. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Hey, well, explain that, that Patriot thing a little bit more. Because <laughs> we want to know, see, so you're telling me if somebody comes in and sponsors, let's say, uh, $10 for a show, is that something they're going to be charged every episode? Yeah, it's, it's, you can set uh, a limit. So okay. you only pay, like, say you only want to pay $10 a month and you set it up to pay $4 an episode. Okay. Or $5 an episode. You pay for the first two, and then you still get the, the third and fourth one for the month, but you wouldn't have to pay anything extra. It's just a per-episode way. It's a way for you to support people. It's like Kickstarter. Okay. But it's a per-episode kind of thing instead of just a one-time lump sum. Speaking of that, I'm going to do a Kickstarter. But if we get everybody out there to do a $1 contribution, that would help us immensely. And that's only $4 a month. I think our listeners should be able to, to manage that. Nice. The minions. you got to call out your minions to help us here, man. My minions are poor. <laughs> do you see our uniforms? Have you seen the uniforms in the comic? <laughs> Did you see mine? I look regal with my, <laughs> my cape. Stop taxing your people so hard, man. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't give me my segue. What's your segue? Man, I told you I was going to do a Kickstarter. And you like just blew by me. I wasn't done talking. Oh, okay. What's your Kickstarter? <laughs> I forgot. Okay. No. <laughs> no. I told you, man. I want to get on the chair. I got to start a Kickstarter. We're going to raise eight grand for me to get, get in there and say a line. Good luck with that. <laughs> That's Damn. Awesome. Good luck with that. Wow. <laughs> the next thing we're going to talk about is uh, tell me a funny story. 
And this week it was supposed to be Heather's turn. But uh, you may notice that this episode is coming out on Saturday instead of Friday. And that's because Heather was hospitalized last night. She has a hernia. It, it was a it was a horrific night for us. <laughs> I mean, we were in the ER for 12 hours just basically sitting and waiting. We didn't get admitted to the hospital. Um, our doctor called and set it up. We were supposed to be admitted for four hours. They kept telling us we were next in line. But then ambulance after ambulance kept showing up with critical patients, and they could not get a bed for us. They told us at, at about 1130 that the hospital was just too overcrowded and there was no way we could get a room. So we ended up leaving. Uh, we were going to go back this morning first thing. But we woke up, we called our doctor, and he called around to all the hospitals in the area, and it's basically the same situation. For some reason, there was a lot of accidents, a lot of major injuries this weekend. So we uh, we ended up taking her to see the uh, gastro guy close by, and they're, they're doing a scope on her on Monday. So hopefully they figure out what the problem is, and, and they can fix the, the hernia if they need to, or, or whatever's causing her stomach issues, but... It's been kind of a crazy couple of days, so that's why the show's a little bit late. I appreciate you guys' patience, and uh, it won't happen again. Nice. If I can help it. <laughs> if I can help out. it. <laughs> you drag her out of the hospital? Wow. But like I said, it was supposed to be Heather's week to tell a funny story, and she's not here, so uh, I guess Miguel has to step up to the plate. I got no stories. <laughs> <laughs> it's your turn, brother. It's my turn, huh? It would be you after her, not me. Nice try. <laughs> Well, put the French guy on. Put Mike Levine. We we on the spot. I'm gonna, give, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give Mike a chance. To tell <laughs> he's, he's Mike, I'm sure Mike has a funny story. I'm gonna give him a chance, but I gotta tell one first. So I gotta think for a second. I don't have any funny stories, anyways. <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> you said you don't either. Every week you're like, I don't have funny stories. All I have is ter- tragedies. I told you, they change it to tell me a tragic story. <laughs> All right. Well, then how about tell me a tragic story, Miguel? I bought this ice cream. And it fell off and fell on the ground. <laughs> Tragic story is I was in my car and ran into the back of an 18-wheeler, destroyed my car, nearly died. My car was ruined. It was almost paid off, and I had to buy another car, and now i got car payments again for another five years. We already told that one. Okay. All right. Another tragic story. <laughs> I got into a knife fight, and I lost. No? Okay. <laughs> a man walks into a bar. All right. All right. So I'll, 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 tell some, I'll tell some funny stories. All right. Come on. Okay. So from the time I was 16 until the time I was 21, I worked at a McDonald's. Nice. And it was my first job. Mm-hmm. I started out as just a fry cook and a grill grill guy, and then they moved me to drive through, which that's like the shittiest job in existence. So, you know, you go to drive throughs always be nice to those people because they really have a terrible lot in life. <laughs> like Right now, you're doing fries. Next week, you're on lettuce. <laughs> Sorry, that's that coming to America scene. <laughs> you made me think of Louis Anderson. <laughs> no. No. But you did a lot of things, and I worked my way up to a crew chief and then eventually to a manager, and I managed that McDonald's for three years. Ooh, big time. Um, there was all kinds of like bizarre incidents that happened. Um, I mean, we'd have people come in and order, Indian people come in, and they'd order 15 filet of fishes and they wanted extra tartar sauce, so we'd make 15 filet of fishes with extra tartar sauce, give them to them, they'd bring them back and be like, there's not enough tartar sauce, there's not enough tartar sauce. So we'd give them like 32-ounce cups filled with tartar sauce, and they would just sit there and just like smear it all over their food. It was horrible. We saw so many gross people, gross people eating gross things all the time. We'd create sandwiches sometimes. Uh, I had a friend, Patty, who created this like 15-meat sandwich. It was like (laughs) chicken, spicy chicken, regular chicken again, meat, 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 more chicken. (laughs) Wow. He, he ate the whole thing in front of me. It was also quite disgusting, but it was <laughs> kind of impressive at the same time. Um, like when I became a manager, we do all kinds of goofy stuff. We, we mop the floor sometimes, and then uh, if you order ice cream from there, it comes, the, the toppings, the fudge and the strawberry stuff, it comes in these sealed plastic bags. Okay. So we'd play football with the, like, strawberry from, from the fudge station. Wow. <laughs> and we'd be slipping and sliding, you know, there's all this equipment everywhere and we were like banging into it and throwing the stuff back and forth and people were getting tackled and falling on the ground. Cause there's a bunch of high school guys that I worked with. It was really fun, really goofy, whatever. Until the day that uh, somebody fumbled and the strawberry stuff went right into the fryer and exploded. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and there's like a special process for cleaning out those fry vats. Not anybody can do it. I couldn't do it. Only the maintenance guy has the key to unlock the cabinet to actually drain the stuff out. So we pulled the plastic out, but all the strawberry goop had mixed with the the grease. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, what could we do? We just closed everything down, powered everything off. We put a note on it and said, don't use this fryer. Well, the morning cleaning ladies don't know English at all. They don't speak English at all, so they just threw my note away. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So at noon the next day when they started making fries, the first couple batches came out blood red. <laughs> <laughs> Who died in here? Ah! 
And they could not figure out what happened, and I never told them. They just had the guy clean it out and then replaced it. They, just, they Nobody even asked. You better hope your guy was above you just and listen to our show. What are they going to do to me now? Come back. <laughs> He's coming for you, Chuck. <laughs> um, one time, they had a closed-circuit security security camera system, uh-huh. and there's uh, eight security cameras that are pointing at different places throughout the building, whatever. And the toy that we had going on, the promotional toy we had going on at that time, was Furbies. Hmm. And, you know, if you rock a Furby back and forth, its eyes open and it close. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> I had this hilarious idea, and I went and I hung a Furby in front of every single camera. And the geniuses that I that managed the, the McDonald's that I worked at, that owned the place, had the TV that displayed the view for all the cameras facing the customers at the front counter. I guess so that if they were standing up there, they could watch it. But it didn't really do any good because that's where one of the cameras was displayed. So I hung Furbies in front of every camera, and then the air conditioner kicked on, and the air travels along the ceiling. So all the Furbies in unison started moving back and forth and blinking their eyes. So we had this really cool image, and I left it like that, and it was up there for like two days. <laughs> I guess that that's a much Furby's funnier. blinking. Furby's blinking. Yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> Come on, man, tell us some really disgusting stories from McDonald's. Disgusting stories? Okay, this one time, this kid crawled up uh, the tube. You know, there's the play place outside, and there's like a, a slide tube. Yeah. So this like two year old kid. Was like halfway down the slide, halfway up the slide, however you want to look at it. Okay. And he pulled his pants down and had diarrhea. Oh! <laughs> and it was an extreme oh. amount of diarrhea. It's like more than should like like the same quantity that the kid weighed. Why would he pull like his pants amount, down? I don't because his mom told me he had to pull his pants down when he went to the re- restroom or something. I don't know. Okay. But he did, and there was just a s- diarrhea sled slid <laughs> slid down the slide. <laughs> And was, like, dripping off onto the floor. Oh. And the parents complained. They came and told us. And, you know, a normal-sized high schooler can't easily climb up that slide to clean it. <laughs> Did you hose it down? Well, I, I made... Our cleaning lady wouldn't do it. She refused. Uh-huh. I made my friend Patty do it. The same guy I mentioned before. He had to climb up there and, and clean it out. And, I mean, he got covered in shit. <laughs> just just covered in shit. I bet you he hated your ass. Oh, my. <laughs> there was nobody else that could do it or would do it. He was the skinniest guy in the group because, I mean, we were all fat. We worked at McDonald's. I told you I quit. None of the women would do it. He did it. Actually, it's funny because the day he quit, he hated our boss so much. So, so much he hated our boss. So the last day he worked there, he went to the back and took off all of his clothes except for his boxers. And he took a, a box. Like, we had all kinds of uh, big cardboard boxes and stuff got shipped in. Uh-huh. And he drew a robot face on the front of it. And then put his arms through the sides of it. So he's wearing nothing but the cardboard box and his boxers. And he's walking around making robot dance moves and stuff and saying, My name is Antonio. I am a retard. Because <laughs> our boss's name was Antonio. And he's like, I'm a robot. I don't ever smile. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and Antonio was a Hispanic guy, obviously. Obviously. But he didn't speak English very well either. And whenever he got mad, he could not speak in English. So he was trying to yell at Patty in English. But... He like there was a breakdown in the communication because he's like Patty, and starts yelling at him in Spanish because he couldn't do it in English. And Patty was like, "I don't speak Spanish. You're a butt. You're a butt. I hate your face." <laughs> and he just kept doing robot voice. <laughs> and then finally, Antonio calmed down enough. He's like, "If you don't leave, I'm calling the cops." So then Patty left. <laughs> wow, it was one of the greatest quits I've ever seen anybody do. One time, there was this old man that worked there. Uh, he's probably in his seventies. He's a real shady guy. He told us all these stories about places he had ripped off as a kid and stuff and I was just like I don't trust you weird uh, so we wouldn't put him on any kind of the cash transactions we didn't want him on the registers because we couldn't really trust him so we always put him on the grill and stuff but that particular McDonald's was very aware of lost product like we paid a lot of attention to missing things and he was one of the guys that would come in Sunday mornings and unload the truck because uh, it would come in and drop off new food and stuff so we noticed that we were missing like Cases and cases of milk. Because you know McDonald's gives uh, those little bitty cartons of milk to kids. Yeah. So we, we kept losing milk. We could not figure out why. Turns out every time the guy was doing the truck, he was taking the cartons of milk, the cases of them, and putting them in his car. And then letting them sit there for eight hours and then taking it home and drinking it. <laughs> That's horrible. But we caught him in the freezer one time drinking one of those little things of milk. And we were like, why are you, what the hell? You can't be drinking it. And he's like, oh, it's okay. It's expired. That was his logic. Wow. <laughs> that guy probably crapped his pants. <laughs> that guy got fired. <laughs> you like this milk, boy? <laughs> I like that milk, boy. <laughs> That's messed up, man. Yeah, there's there's more, too. I just can't think of them right now. It was it was a wild job. I mean, you know, 
it was a bunch of high school kids doing all kinds that. of crazy stuff. <laughs> Hopefully that was funny enough. I, I don't really have a whole lot. I wasn't prepared to do it this week, so. Man. Like I said, there's been a lot going on. So hopefully that got a few laughs at least. Oh, okay. What yeah. about you, Mike? Do you have you have some kind of funny story you can contribute? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? I want to talk about ducks. What's funny? Anything um, can be funny. I don't know. Me and Miguel were talking on Twitter one time about pooping incidents. I guess we could go over that one. That's quick. usually where we go. <laughs> Back um, to the pooping. Went to this... Uh, had friends who were dating girls that went to this school. That's a really long way to get to where I'm going. I was at a party <laughs> at this school that I didn't attend. And um, we took some narcotic drugs that make you hallucinate. Okay. And um, we were just sitting around in the apartment, you know, doing nothing but listening to music. And I was really bored, so I thought it would be a good idea to suggest that we leave the house. So... It took us like 45 minutes to gather ourselves and try to figure out who was going to transport us, where we were going and things like that. Um, so by the time we actually got out of the house, it's like, I don't want to be out of the house anymore. Because <laughs> I think it was Halloween and, you know, there was a lot of people. This is like a semi-notorious party school down here where I am. So the streets were like lined with people and it was just a really bad scene. And I didn't want to be there anymore. <laughs> so I convinced everybody to go home because I'm a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so we went home, but we wanted to stop and get some beer. Or we were buying beer for underage kids, maybe. I think that might have been it. <laughs> so, You're worried about me getting fired. <laughs> so we bought the beer. Um, as we were at the gas station, I had some rumblings in my tummy. So I asked the person if they had a bathroom, and they were like, no, it's out of order. You should go and use the car wash. So I said, um, are you sure I should use the car wash to use the bathroom? And the person was like, yes, go do it. And I said, well, dude, I don't need to just pee. Then he said, yes, you can still go in there and do it. <laughs> so I didn't go in the car wash <laughs> to go to the bathroom to let you guys know, because that's horrifying to even think about doing. <laughs> um, but I did end up going into the hotel room where we were giving the kids their beer that we were buying for them. And I... Destroyed their bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> well, they probably deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they did. So that's a horrible story. I have another short, disgusting Porta John story if you want to hear that one. Sure, why not? <laughs> Let's talk about poop. <laughs> There's the intro. Um, <laughs> it's all I know, I guess. Poop, comics, and beards. That's the, those are my, the three things that I have. <laughs> <Your> intro. <laughs> Um, so I was at a, uh, a New Year's Eve thing, 1999, a big New Year's Eve concert gathering of people. So they had Porta Johns, of course, and um, we were, this one's not really that funny, but it is short, so it's okay. Um, we were walking back from the show area where they had just played from like midnight until 7.30 in the morning without taking a break mm -hmm. the band. So we were walking back to the van to go to sleep because we were tired. And um, somebody had written on a Porta John, like, don't bother on the outside in a Sharpie. Just don't bother. So one of the people I was with, like, just had to know what was going on. He had to bother. John. <laughs> they fucking said, don't bother on it. And um, they opened the door, and it was just, you know, where the seat is on a Porta John? Mm -hmm. Think about two feet above where the seat is, uh, stuff that comes out of people. And it was, uh, I have nightmares about it still, I think. There was a mountain. <laughs> There's a flood of shit. It was a mountain of shit, Miguel. Yes. Oh <laughs> it was so it was so disgusting. Oh. Like um, I don't know. It kind of looked like the creatures in the in the spread. That's how the, that's how things get started, man. <laughs> oh, it was so gross. Oh. I never wanted I never want to experience it again. But I tell that story people all the time. I have I have an even grosser poop story, but I can't tell it because I already told it on the segment for the bonus pod, so you have to listen to the bonus pod to hear my horribly disgusting poop story. I don't know, man. An avalanche of crap is kind of bad. <laughs> <laughs> this is worse. This is an exorcism of poop. Uh, I think I, I don't know that story. Yeah. <laughs> man, somebody died in there. <laughs> Alright, well enough about poop. Let's talk about something that's great. Yeah, thank you. Jesus. <laughs> So this past week, 
Myself and Heather and Miguel and his wife Anita all went to go see the Guardians of the Galaxy 17-minute preview that we talked about on last week's episode. Yeah. It was friggin' awesome. It was okay. I hate it when you do this, man. <laughs> You're just trying to get a, a stir out of me, but you know you enjoyed it. Uh... <laughs> what do you want? What do you want from me, man? I want you to be honest to our listeners. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, you can... Yeah, it was good, okay? Is that what you want to hear from me? Rocket was freaking amazing. Batista, like you said before, was probably the weakest part of the thing, but he was still pretty good. Just watching Groot, right? I'm Groot. I'm Groot. And like, Peter's like, what? Okay, I don't care. <laughs> the interaction between him and Groot and, and the interaction between him and Rocket was probably the best thing for me. The only problem I had was we were too close to be in 3D, and I swear to you, and it's not me, because you know me, I never complain about the noise, the loudness, because, you know, I'm freaking deaf anyway, but I swear to God, it was like even more... Yeah, it was definitely turned up louder than it probably should have been, because it was loud for me. But it was just amazing. I mean, Peter Quill was the asshole you expect him to be. Rocket was hilarious the whole way through. Groot was hilarious. They had great comedic timing, and, and seeing them work together was awesome. Uh, there's some there's a cameo from Lloyd Kaufman, <laughs> which I yeah. thought was really funny. I just don't know if I'm feeling Gamora, though. I, you said that before. You don't really like Zoe Saldana in that role, but I think she's good. We'll see how it goes. I mean, we only saw a little snippet of the movie, but... I have faith in her. I have more faith in her than I do in Batista because they made Drax into the literal and the literal speaker, the literal interpreter that he's supposed to be in the comics, mm-hmm. or he used to be so supposed to be in the comics. He's not really that way so much anymore. Uh, and it was just kind of awkward with Batista's voice and mannerisms. It didn't really mesh perfectly. Nothing goes over my head. Yeah, catch it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it did have some cool cheesy one-liners, but uh, I, I didn't really feel Drax as much as I felt all four of the other characters. So. For me, it's Rocket, Peter, and Groot. Yeah, I mean, that's that's Guardians anyways. Gamora is kind of an afterthought, and Drax is even more of an afterthought. But that's just because they don't really talk that much. You just kick ass. I thought it was good. Yeah, I'm trying to get a rise out of you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get too hyped about it. I don't want it to, you know, I feel if I like get too crazy into it, and I'm going to go in there, I'm going to get let down. So I'm going to go in like I normally do all my movies, and like, holy crap, that was freaking awesome. <laughs> I don't usually get excited for movies. I, I usually am just very even keel about a lot of stuff. But this is one movie. This is the only movie since like Dark Knight Rises that I've been so freaking pumped for. And seeing the preview just lived up to all my expectations and and beyond. Even I loved it. I found your posters. <laughs> we would need them. <laughs> <laughs> so if you missed it, I'm really sorry. That sucks for you. Uh, but you should definitely, definitely go and see Guardians when it comes out in August. So basically you're saying is that night we're going to be doing our podcasting a little late because yes. we're going to the movie? Yes, it'll be just like the Spider-Man podcast, but probably <laughs> even better. Or are we going to like uh, try to catch it like Wednesday? Because I know you're doing everything you can to catch it as soon as it comes out. Like, I, I've sent out feelers to a bunch of people that might be able to get us tickets for Wednesday, but I haven't heard back from anybody. So. Sort of robbing the guy with the film. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's what's left. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do everything I can to get us to the early show, but we'll see. We'll see. We're going to be too hyped up, too crazy to do the show. You realize there's going to be a lot of screaming, a lot of yelling, a lot of craziness again like it was after Spider-Man. By the way, Spider-Man was an amazing movie, too. Yeah, we, the last Spider-Man episode was definitely different for us, but it was well-received, I think. Yeah. What about you, Mike? I know you have, you've you been trying to avoid Guardians uh, spoilers and trailers and whatnot, but are you excited for the movie? Oh, gotcha. Uh, I absolutely am excited to go see it. Um, that's why I've been avoiding all of the, the trailers and stills and memes and everything. Um, I don't really go to the movies hardly ever at all, so um, I'm really excited to go see this one. Um, It just seems like it's going to be a fun movie. Yeah, it is. (laughs) I have a complete faith that it is going to be hilarious and fun. You going to dress up? No. Uh, (laughs) I'll wear wear some slacks and some dress shoes. Nice. (laughs) Not that kind of dress, though. (laughs) Are you going as Gamora? No. (laughs) Cool. Well, there was also some uh, TV news this week. Yeah? Uh, one of the things that we talked to Mike about before was the Constantine pilot. Oh. Did you actually get around to, see, to watching that, Mike? Um, I watched a like three-and-a-half-minute trailer for it um, because that's really all the digging that I did. <laughs> Excuse me. But um, it looked cool, but I also felt that that girl was a little off and didn't belong. Did well, you guys gonna, hear the news about that today? You're going to like the news, yeah. yeah. Uh, she yeah, actually got I, I cut from the show. That and makes total sense. They're supposed to be replacing her by uh, or with the character Zed from Constantine's early days. So they didn't like her acting, or they didn't like the character? or just didn't Both, fit well. Both, I think, is what they said. We both saw the pilot. 
and I really enjoyed it. I actually thought it was better than Flash. The guy they picked to play Constantine, his name is escaping me right now, but he's such a perfect choice for that role. The CGI and the animations and whatnot of the demons and stuff he's fighting were just really cool, really well done, and the mythology around it is, is great. They're just doing a really good job with it, I feel. I agree the girl was the weakest part. I'm not sad to see her go. I think the story will just get better without her. Uh, well, you know how I told you what I felt about it early on. I mean, I, I thought it was okay. Uh, I felt like there was a little bit of supernatural going on there. Uh, I thought it was kind of weak in some parts. I didn't really have a problem with the girl, but I didn't like the way it was fitting in either. But unlike you, I don't think it's better than Flash. I mean, I know you hated Flash because they look like they use the same parts when he's running through. I, the, I didn't hate Flash. I liked Flash well, no, a lot. You, you said that was the only complaint yeah. I had about Flash. I don't really. That didn't really bother me. I thought uh, the guy that chose the Flash is cool. I like the fact that Arrow shows up a little bit here and there. It probably won't be in all the time, but I, I just like the feel of it. I like how it's going. I like the guy. I like the story. I like the way it's being written. Um, so I would put Flash over Khan's team. But I will tell you this. I think Gotham is going to trump them all for me. Probably so. I'm, I'm pretty excited to see that pilot. It's not out there yet, but I keep looking every day. Yeah, but I will watch Constantine. Yes, I will watch it. Uh, it will be recorded when it comes on. Uh, Flash will be recorded. So, yeah, it's one I'm going to watch. Well, speaking of Flash, there was some big news there, too. Nice. Brandon Ruth. <laughs> the old Superman. He's being tapped to play who? Adam, actually. That's right. The funny thing about that is that we were watching Guardians of the Galaxy, and that news got leaked. And Miguel turns to me and he goes, Hey, did you hear Brandon Ruth's going to play Black Adam? And it's Black Adam. <laughs> he's not playing Black Adam. He's playing regular Adam. And then I turned around. There's a bunch of black people behind me. <laughs> yeah, I set him up. I, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> you racist <laughs> bastard!" <laughs> I said that too. <laughs> I, I meant it in like the most nerdy, pure way possible. But I'm sure that the people behind me took it as completely racist. But you got to understand, you see, for our listeners, minions and chimmies and everybody, that we have a friend. His name is Adam, and he had a friend. Justin has two Adam friends. One's white, one's black. So we. Call he called him Black Adam. <laughs> and he accepted that, too, by the I way. Didn't, Black Adam's a badass in the comics, so oh, yes. he, he had no problem <laughs> accepting that name. <laughs> but the other news, the news that came out today, which I don't know if you've heard, is that Robbie Amell is joining the cast of Flash. Firestorm. Firestorm. That's cool. That's really cool. Uh, if he's even half as good an actor as his brother is, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, I heard that. But I wasn't too sure. I thought it was, you know, I don't believe what I hear. Because <laughs> sometimes I people trick me. <laughs> so I wait till you give me the download to make sure it's true. That's freaking awesome. It is pretty awesome. Do you do you watch Arrow, Mike? No, I don't. I know it's on Netflix and I probably should, but Alright, unplug him. <laughs> no, it's, it's really it's really good. If you get it's kind of slow to start, like the first five episodes or so are just kind of okay. But once you get to like episode six or so, it, it gets spectacular and it just keeps being spectacular all the way through the end of season two. Yeah, it doesn't it's just good. It's it's fantastic. You should definitely check it out. Flash too when it comes out. I really enjoyed the pilot. Yeah, we've had we've talked to a lot of people in watching Arrow, and uh, they've all enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that's pretty much all we wanted to talk about. There's a couple more things to touch on though. Good or bad touch? It's always a bad touch with you, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> so today's the 11th. Yes. One one. Monday is the 14th, and yes. that is the day we find out for sure whether we have been nominated for the Geeky Awards. Damn straight. So I will go from horse to happy to horse to grump so we don't get there. <laughs> <laughs> so look for a big announcement from us if we do get accepted. If not, then it'll be business as usual. <laughs> I'm not coming back. I'm going to blame it all on you. I'm going to go find me a new co-host. <laughs> no, you can't do that. <laughs> I'm switching teams. Wait a minute. <laughs> you know, if you do see us tweeting stuff about Geeky Awards Monday or Tuesday, please retweet it. You know, we're, we're really excited for this. It's something we feel like we have a good chance of uh, achieving. I think the shows that we nominated or that we submitted were really good, and you know, I, I would be stoked if we get nominated, even more stoked if we win. Come on, man. Be more excited about it. Dance. I am excited. Put it like this. Look, Comical Podcast, 27 episodes in. We've accomplished more than a lot of the podcasts could ever do. They've been out there for two years. I'm like, holy crap. People started following us around. People are now asking us for retweets. People are asking to come on the show constantly. Get it out there. We're still humble about ourselves. We love the people. We Are love, we? Yes. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> we, we love the people. We're for the people. Come on, man. We talk to everybody. We welcome everybody. Hell, Michael Peen's on the show. <laughs> yeah, you're not that guy. We love people, man. We told you. We say this every time. For the people. By the people. Come on, man. Horse to people. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously. It's a good shot. We, we do have a good shot. And, you and you're right about that. But we don't have to be bragging about everything else we've accomplished. No, I'm not bragging. I just feel like we have a good chance and, you know, our listeners should be aware of it. And if we do start talking about it Monday or Tuesday, 
they you know they should do everything they can to retweet it and spread the word because it's a good opportunity for us to gain a crap load of listeners and keep making even better content. There's no bragging. It's not bragging. Was it bragging, Mike? No. No, man. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much, Minion Three. He was very he's very passionate about the geeky awards. Exactly. And, uh, I have to say that's admirable. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is we wouldn't be here without the Mike Lapines, the Kearns, Chris Riders. You know, all our followers from one... It's, Friday, it's Follow Friday, man. You already gave him a video <laughs> shout-out. You don't have to I'm do it again. <laughs> all these people, we wouldn't be nobody without them. We know this. Yeah, definitely. And we work our butts off to try to give them something that's funny. We hope to God it is funny. <laughs> Most of the time it is, I think. And, you know, Not I'm tonight. just saying, it will be... What was honor. that, Mike? Not tonight. Not tonight. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> it would be an honor. A great honor if the people were selected by the people. We go represent the people... Win or not, you represent and be proud and we hold our head high. Yeah. Because the first year podcast like this, who could ever, we never even dreamed that this was possible. No, I mean, it would definitely be a surprise to both of us if we make that, but I, I would be really happy. If it doesn't, we bust our ass some more and we work even harder. Yeah, we try again next year. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look at our slate. What are we doing here in August? We're going to Houston Con. We're going to go visit the amazing Houston Con later in the month. We're going to freaking San Antonio in September to do... Alamo City Con. Hell, we're thinking about taking show on the road next year. I mean, we're going to presses a couple of these passes, and we're probably going to do shows every day. Who does that? It's definitely unusual to do a show every day. Not a lot of podcasts will do that for conventions and stuff. They usually have one summary kind of show. But that's something I wanted to do, something that I, I felt was important to honor our uh, agreement with people that are hosting these conventions to try to generate more buzz for them because we can tell people about it the first day. They can listen to it, they can spread the word, and then hopefully more people come to the cons. Oh, yeah. You know, we'll tweet about it all the time. We'll be all over it. Yeah. But again, we're blessed again because, and I'll say this, we're blessed because people like Comical Podcast 3 and AM Garza, our wives, are behind us 100%, which is the reason why we are successful with what we do. Yeah. So I want to give them a shout-out for that as well, even though it is Fall of Friday, and I already gave them a shout-out. So <laughs> we got to do it anyway, you know? So... I am passionate about the geekies. I'm excited. You know, I'm really hoping it happens, but if it doesn't, it's okay. And if friends of ours, the comic center can make it, God bless them. Yeah, we'll, if, we'll be behind them the whole way. If not us, I'd, I'd like it for it to be them for sure. Because I listened to almost every show that was up for consideration, and they were definitely among the best. Yeah, they're, they're quite funny. So <laughs> that's pretty much it. I uh, just want to remind everybody follow us on Twitter at Comical Podcast for me, at Comical Podcast 2 for Miguel. And at Comical Podcast 3 for Heather. You can also follow Mike at... Uh, Lapine is me. Lapine is me. <laughs> <laughs> Said it really fast. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash comicalpodcast. Uh, to support us, like I said before, you can either go to tweakedaudio.com and use our code comical, or you can support us by going to our Patreon site, which is patreon.com slash comicalpodcast. Uh, we'd really appreciate any support from either one of those, and if you do support us in any way, no matter how it is, uh, you're going to get access to the bonus episode, which will be coming out at the end of July. Last but not least, you want to you close out the show, Mike? Keep on laughing, bitches. Bye.